Nettie and Becky Stubtail, Two Nice Bears, by Howard R. Garris. Story 1. Nettie and Becky in Trouble. So many different kinds of stories as I have told you. My goodness me sakes alive, and some molasses popcorn. I should think you would get tired of them. But I hope you do not, and as everyone likes something new once in a while, I thought I would make up some new stories for you. I've been telling you about rabbits and squirrels and ducks and chickens. How would you like to hear about some little bear children? Not bad, savage bears, you know, but nice, kind, gentle, tame ones who always minded the papa and mama bears, went to bed when they were told and all that. Of course... I could tell you some stories about bad, growly, and scratchy bears if I wanted to, but I'd rather not if it's all the same to you. Now then, for some bear stories. Once upon a time, not so very many years ago, there lived in a house called a cave in the side of a hill, a family of bears. Their cave house was not far from where Jackie and Petey Bow Wow, the puppy dogs, had their kennel and the bear cave was only a short distance away from where Joey and Tommy and Kitty Cat lived. There were seven bears in the family, five grown-up ones and two children. There was a chap named Nettie, who was as nice a boy bear as you want to meet, and there was a little girl bear named Becky, and she was as cute as a soap bubble, if not cuter. Then there were the mama and papa bears, and their last name was Stubtail, for bears, you know, have only a little short stubby tail. Hardly a tale at all, to tell the truth. But still, it is more of a tale than Buddy and Bright Eyes, the guinea pig children, have. Also living with this same stubtail family of bears was an old gentleman bear named Uncle Wigwag. And the reason he was called that was because he was always playing tricks or telling jokes, and when he laughed, after he had fooled anybody, he would wig and wag his head from side to side. Also, there was Aunt Piffy who was so fat that she used to puff and pant as she came upstairs. And lastly, there was a real old bear gentleman named Mr. Whitewash. He was called that because he was all white. He was a polar bear from the North Pole, and he always wanted to sit on a cake of ice. So these bears lived together in the cave in the side of the hill, and they did many things about which I shall have the pleasure of telling you. Nettie and Becky did the most things to tell about, but of course, sometimes the other bear folks did things also. One day, when Nettie and Becky had come home from their school, Mrs. Stubtail, the bear lady, said to her children, Nettie, Becky, I wish you would walk a little way through the woods and meet your papa when he comes home from his work in the bed factory. You see, Mr. Stubtail worked at making mattresses for beds. With his long, sharp claws, he would make the inside of the mattresses all fluffy and soft, so no matter how wide awake you were, you always fell asleep when you stretched out on one of the beds the bear gentleman made. "'Why do you want us to meet Papa?' asked Nettie. "'I want you to tell him to stop at the store on his way home and bring some honey,' said Mrs. Stubtail. "'We are going to have hot cornmeal biscuits and honey for supper.' Oh, joy, cried Becky, clapping her paws together. Then she waltzed around on her hind paws, and she and Nettie hurried off down the road to meet their papa. As they were going along, they heard a voice calling to them. Oh, children, wait a minute. 
here comes your Uncle Wiggly with some ice cream cones for you. Oh, let's wait for our uncle, the rabbit gentleman, said Nettie. So he and Becky waited, and they heard a rustling in the bushes, and their mouths were just getting ready for the ice cream cones when out popped Uncle Wigwag, the joking old bear. Ha 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 ha! He cried, laughing and wigging and wagging his head. That's the time I fooled you. Nettie and Becky were so disappointed that they did not know what to say. Uncle Wigwag was laughing at his joke, but when he saw how badly the bear children felt, he said, Never mind. I'll give you each a penny, and you can buy yourself some ice cream cones. So he did. And then Becky and Nettie were happy. And they went on to meet their papa while Uncle Wigwag looked around for someone else on whom he could play a joke. We ought to meet papa soon now, said Nettie, as he looked under an old stump to see if he could find any crab apples growing there. A little further on and we'll see him, spoke Becky. They went on a little more and all of a sudden Nettie saw a large hollow log lying on the ground. It was just like a stovepipe, only bigger, and it had a hole all the way through it. Ha! I'm going to crawl through that hollow log, cried Nettie. Better not, warns Becky. Maybe something in it might catch you. Pooh, I'm not afraid, cried Nettie. Anyhow, I can look all the way through it. There's not a thing in it. So we started to crawl through the hollow log, but my goodness me sakes alive and some onion pancakes. Nettie had not gone very far before he found the hole in the log getting smaller. I don't believe I'll be able to crawl through to the other end, thought the little boa bear. Then he tried to back out, but he could not. He was stuck fast inside the hollow log. Oh, help! Help! cried Nettie, wiggling and trying to get out, but he was tightly held. He could hardly move. What's the matter? asked Becky from where she stood outside the hollow log. I'm stuck! I can't get out! cried Nettie, and his voice sounded as if it were down cellar. Wait! I'll get a long stick and poke you out, just like you poke out a bean that gets stuck in your putty blower, said Becky. So she got a long stick and poked it in through the hollow log. All at once the stick came up against something soft. What's that? asked Becky, surprised-like. Stop! Ouch! It's me! yelled Nettie. Stop it! You're tickling my back! But I want to get you out, said Becky, poking in the stick again. You can't do it that way, said her brother. I guess you'll have to crawl in after me and pull me out. All right, said Becky kindly. I will. So she climbed through the log from the same end where her brother had gone in. I'm coming, called Becky. Then she grunted all of a sudden. "'What's the matter?' asked Nettie, anxious-like. "'I'm stuck, too,' answered Becky. "'Either I am too fat or this log is too small. "'I can't move either way, and I can't help you.' "'Oh, dear!' cried Nettie. "'So there the two little bear children were in trouble inside the hollow log. "'They wiggled and squirmed and did everything they could think of to get out, "'but it was of no use. They were stuck fast.' I don't know how long they might have had to stay, nor what might have happened to them, had not their papa come along just then from the bed factory. 
The bear gentleman heard cries coming from the hollow log, and listening a moment, he knew they were made by his children, Becky and Nettie. Ha ha! cried Mr. Stubtail. They are in the hollow log. I'll soon get them out. Then, with his strong claws, Mr. Stubtail made a big hole in the side of the log, taking care not to scratch Becky or Nettie. Soon the hole was large enough for the two bear children to come out about the middle of the side of the log. And oh, how glad they were. I'll never go in a hollow log again, cried Becky. Nor I, added Nettie. Then they told their papa about their mama wanting honey, and he took them by the paws and led them to the store where honey was sold and bought some. Next, they all went home to supper, and Uncle Wigwag said it was a good joke on Becky and Nettie to get stuck in the hollow log. Perhaps it was, but the bear children did not think so. But they liked the honey anyhow. So in the next story, if the jumping jack doesn't fall off his stick down into the cake dish and get all covered with frosting so he looks like a candy doll, I'll tell you about Becky and the buns. Hello, Jackson here. I just want to say I hope that you are enjoying these stories. These particular ones, Nettie and Becky Stubtail, were recorded for everybody, but they are really there for my two smallest fans down under. You two miniature roses better get the best sleep you can after listening to these, and thank you so much for listening. I really do appreciate it. Thank you, and good night. Thank you.